Hello, and welcome to The Campaigns, the actual play podcast from D&D Academy. I am Michael, and this is The Campaigns, A New World, episode number 11, Save versus Dictionary. In our previous episode, the characters came to the rescue of Tredic, who had been attacked by Fred and George, who are explorers, scouts, rangers. They had led Tredic off into the wilderness, and once they had him alone, tried to ambush him. Fortunately, Durin's zombie bird familiar alerted Durin to what was going on, and Durin was able to rally the troops, and they ran out and found Fred and George middle of this combat. There was some confusion, as apparently one of Fred or George was able to duplicate Tredic's body and was posing as him as an imposter. And right at the end of the last episode, that ruse was revealed. And that's pretty much where we pick up this episode, is with the characters realizing that the Tredic they're talking to isn't the real Tredic. And our players react in pretty much the way you would expect them to. Uh, Once that is resolved, at least partially, the players come back to camp, and they continue to debate on how they're going to deal with the bombshell that is, there's a legion of demons inside of a body, inside of a crate, inside this tent, inside uh, their small community in this dangerous, dangerous place. So here is the campaign's A New World, episode number 11, Say Versus Dictionary. the two you yeah. see Tredic and George kind of start to back away from from everyone like nervously walking backwards still looking when you guys get close enough you look down you see that the sixth body is Tredic bananas <laughs> since, since you know get your bird to attack him <laughs> so and I want I want my crow to come flying in from behind you and just okay. land on the top of your head and just start we're going to roll into town we all don't Is, am yeah. I unconsciously? You are unconscious. <laughs> you hear Jack yell bananas. You don't know what that means. He yelled bananas, you and then yelled, I, get in there. I yelled, send your bird. And it's now your turn. And you took your pants off. Wrong bird. Uh, oh, man. I'll cast spiritual weapon. Mm-hmm. How's your AC so high? The armor that I wear. Plus the shield that I carry. Um, Plus the power of the evil god flows through him, you know. <laughs> well, I was going to you're, anyways. <laughs> Zone of truth, don't say it. All right. Spiritual weapon. Okay. So now I have a weapon that's out, but I can have it attack. Right. For, one, for can, 1d8 damage. I think it actually can even be away from, like, it can yep. be, okay. The, so. way, the thing that it works, it's, it's there, it's present, and it floats around, uh, I don't know exactly how long. I think it might just be the duration of a battle or for like eight hours or something. Okay. But So would you like it to attack? Yes. Okay, would you like for it to attack Tredic, George, or Blaine, or Jack, or Valius? Because you don't know what's going on. But Blaine's the one that said attack, so please don't attack. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> oh, suicide. Who was it that you were pointing at? I, I, be... said, I said attack, and I pointed at the guy that we were talking to. I would have been Tredic. pointing at Tredic. the fake Tredic okay. calling out then, bananas. Okay. <laughs> with my partner saying, attack. attack this guy and my bird going bonkers. Okay, so you're going to attack Tredic I'm, with your spiritual I will okay, roll do that. that. <laughs> Two. All right, your spiritual hammer misses. Jack. I'm going to sneak. Oh, wait a minute. I did that wrong. I just rolled my D8 for damage because <laughs> it's a spell. Okay. 
so I didn't know. Uh, I think the hammer still has to attack. Okay. Pretty sure. Look it up while you're looking up. We're going to Jack. Okay. I want to sneak. Okay, they're aware of you. I'm awesome sneaker. You want me to just take away my D6 and we'll go from there? I'm not sure I quite understand what you're trying to do, though. I want a sneak attack, and I can only sneak attack while sneaking. You don't have the ability oh, to... Or you can attack when somebody else is attacking. Yeah, because I don't think... I may be misread... Uh, no, you can hide, but then you won't be able to sneak attack that turn. Yeah, because they, they know that you're there. You can't just all of a sudden be sneaky without them losing sight of you. Right, you I have to hide one turn. Right, I'll hide behind the nearest tree. Okay, so you're going to go hide. Yes. Okay, roll me a hide check. <laughs> What would that be? Dex dexterity. Dexterity plus just a straight d20. Yep. All right. A ten. Okay. I'm gonna assume your background because we didn't do that. We'll fit, almost that's close enough to a thirteen. So you go hide behind a tree. All right. Oh crap! It's them. Let me hide. Whoa, whoa, yes, whoa, whoa! You have advantage, and you. There's no way you get a plus ten. I have an eight. Reminds of a plus that what, two. That's not what they. Well, oh, I have a plus two here, but I thought that was my eight. What's the eight for? If you probably the number of spells. Yeah, three, three, there's four, no five, way you have a plus eight. ten. Yep, that's what it is. My okay. guys, mine is a plus two. All nice right. try, Rob. Hey, I'm not. No wonder why. <laughs> I'm not the truth, motherfucker. No wonder hey, why I'm not doing I'm not this in right. It. I don't have a plus <laughs> ten. I got the skill that says plus I'm just three the to AC. What's that mean? All right. You die. <laughs> well, I critted. <laughs> plus two. Under the weight of your armor. <laughs> so okay. is that a max that's damage a then? Double damage. So sixteen damage. You still have to roll it. Oh, I thought it was max. Well, actually, so it's max damage, so eight, eight, and then you roll the D8 again. Oh. So it's at least one more than max. All right. So eight. I dropped that. That wasn't a roll. Eight plus but four. Four. So 12 points of damage. <laughs> that was a disaster. Okay. That was as bad as my polygraph so test last week. It is now Tredic's turn, <laughs> and the um, the creature... Not that they've stopped sucking my soul. I can tell yeah. you about that later. So you, you hit him with the spiritual hammer head kind of whips around and he actually turns like a staggered step so he's now facing away from you and it just dives towards the bodies and jumps into them as if it was jumping like into like in the kindling diving in like a olympic style like olympic diver right into them and you just see like the clothes sort of you're left behind and this pink slug like creature goes out the top and just apparently hides inside the bodies they're just <laughs> Slimy pink slug thing. Slug jumped just, out of the clothes and now is inside this body origami stacking thing. Whoop! Wait, so there's a Wait, third so one. So he comes to us. No, it's like no. a pink slug slinky. Like, look, there were the bodies were stacked up in a circle. I was there. You were next to that area. It jumped there's into, like, literally like, into there. the bodies, yeah. like in the spaces between. And, them. and a tarp. Where did the slug come from? The <laughs> Tredic. When it jumped. It was already sort of a... The real unconscious Tredic. Is, no, the real unconscious Tredic is still real and unconscious. The fake Tredic... Had a slug that, jump out. It was actually a slug creature just jumped away. Because so, he got hit by a hammer. Yes, really hard. Okay. So what happened to the fake Tredic body? You don't know. Then does, it's just, is it still there? Well, no, the, the clothes are empty. Like, it's like... Whatever Basically, this, the slug appeared like Tredic, but it's... So am I now naked? No, no. <laughs> I didn't have your clothes. Didn't Am have I, your should, I, should I be thinking about it like a shapeshifter? Yes. Or, okay. Yeah. It's like a slug-like creature that looked like Tretic, and then as it jumped, it transformed and kind of jumped out of its clothing. And George does the same thing. He turns and just sort of jumps away from you guys, and as he jumps, his clothes fall off. Also and, to the same place? Well, no, not the same, same place, but like over like into the grass and just starts slithering away like a snake. Blaine. 
Please kill them. I'll go at after the one that was. Okay. So Can I get to it and, yes. and attack? So it's it's slithering really fast, but if you move your full movement and run up to it. Okay, I'll rage. Uh, big big number to hit. Big number hits. Is that when I'm raging? Is it just plus six to damage, or is it a plus one d six one d six to damage? Six. Okay. Fifteen damage. Okay. Valius. So you see this pink creature jump wait, wait, out of... Wait, 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 Deadly strike. As long as you attack once in a turn, you get double damage. Okay. So roll it again. Yeah. Uh, the 12. And the 12 so damage. 12 so more. 20... What, what did I say? 15? So yeah. 27 damage. So 27 damage. Okay. On that slug. That one, in game's terms, is staggered. So you've taken at least half its hit points. It, almost like a snake would, like when you hit it, it sort of like curls up on itself really quickly. It's about six feet long and about two and a half feet around and it appears pretty much just like a snake so it's very cylindrical there's no appendages that you can see it's just like a long slug-like creature with a lamprey's mouth still so it kind of turns and like its face is looking at you but it doesn't attack it you said two feet around so yeah deadly, it's like i can do deadly around. strike How's every turn in someone's yes. mouth so i just just can roll 2d12 yeah, for damage every yeah turn. it wasn't inside the creature it was the creature oh right right, it was, uh, right. Okay. At, like a uh, higher levels you you roll three dice and then four it's my turn yes the closest slug to me is the one that jumped in the pile of bodies which you can currently not see but yes it would be really close to you this is like when like a snake goes under a rock, but you don't know which rock it is, so you start turning them over. It's going to scare you when you see it. Ah! I guess the only thing I can do is I want to push the bodies away so I can see where the okay. snake is at. So you just start pushing the bodies away. They're old, and they start to like crack and crinkle, and the bones snap. They're like a thousand years old. And I'm not being gentle because I assume right. they're either alive or dead. And regardless if they're so alive, they're, if I push they're them... They're basically like turning into dust as if they were a thousand years old. And all you actually see is a tunnel. The creature apparently tunneled into the earth. There's a hole there about two and a half feet wide. It's not dwarven size. It's too small. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing I can do. I, can't, I don't fit in there. No. That's Take. what she said. All right. Durin. Oh, fantastic. I hope you can cast something in that hole. Well, my thoughts were I want to... Tredic's supposed, the hustle that I suspect to be Tredic's, and I want to, is there any way that I can preserve this, right. or worry about, like, give me a wisdom check, because when you, if don't someone goes, if someone's dying, experiments. and you do like a, just sexual, ones. I don't want him to, they do like a code response, <laughs> and you get like a return <laughs> of spontaneous circulation, spontaneous dead, circulation through the say. body, they do a thing called induced hypothermia, where they actually keep you cold so you still have brain I, I didn't come here to, to learn that. anything. Okay. So, like, I want to try and do something well, me wisdom to help first. save the, the, his physical It's body. a wisdom check. <laughs> 17, and then can I... I was going to do, like, my trauma bonus. Yeah. So, plus 4 to that, so a All 21. Right. So, you come up on Tredic, who's laying there immobile, and after a couple seconds of inspecting the body, you realize that he is still alive, He's in some sort of like comatose state, but he does have body functions. He's breathing just super shallowly, and his his color is really really white. Like it looks like he's lost a lot of blood. But you I haven't soiled myself. Though. Yeah, he smells like poop, uh, but you do not see any wounds other okay. than in his lips or his mouth is like red and puckered, like he had a hickey on his lips. Oh, all right. Well, I mean, I want to do whatever I can in game wise to okay. so kill Gabriel, wounds. You would cast kill. Wounds on him? Just heal wounds. Yep. Okay. It's 2d8 plus 2. 10, 11 total. Okay. So when you cast the spell, you see, because he had some 
I guess he actually had some physical wounds on him from where they had stabbed him. Those wounds heal, but he doesn't come out of the coma. Like, he breathes a little better. His collar gets a little bit better, but he's still in the comatose state. All right, Jack. I want to smack him. Tretic. It worked for Blaine. I don't think that's going to work. I think the slug has his essence. I, we don't have time for that. Like, he, there's no way he could have told me that in time before I smacked him. Oh, no. But you're hiding behind the tree. As you're smacking him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, wait, yeah. You hid behind the tree. No, I'm he comes so, out he of smacks the tree. Let me roll sneak, because I don't know that these slugs are gone yet. They, so all, they all escaped while he was busy hiding him. He sticks his head uh, out and he goes, is it over? <laughs> So it comes up Hold on, who am I sneak attacking again? I rolled a 23 <laughs> for sneak. All right, you are sneaking like a mug. Okay, so I walk around from that tree to assess the situation, which I'm sure I quickly <laughs> realize the slugs aren't He's there. He's very good at sneaking around the perimeter of the friggin' fight doing nothing. Yes. You can't talk, you're unconscious. I'm not. I'm thinking this. <laughs> you're seeing this from an outside perspective. So do I see him on the ground yeah. unconscious? Yeah, well, you yeah. see Duran kneeling down next to the... Sixth body, like messing with it. Uh-huh. You see Blaine just outside of the clearing, fighting with some sort of creature, like, like a slug snake creature. Some and you see Valius sort of like still digging through the bodies, like he's pushing them out of the way, like he's trying to uncover something. Pink flesh. Do I feel that? So Blaine is still fighting the creature. Yes. I want to sneak towards that area then. Okay. Because I don't know what he's doing with the bodies, but I at least know he's fighting something. That's something I can stab. Okay. So you sneak around. You can't get into melee range, but you'd be able to get if you wanted to have, if you have ranged weapons. I do not. I will continue to hide behind trees while I'm sneaking. Okay. So Tredic the slug is no, is gone. So this is Tredic the actual character, and George is going to try to snap at you very similar to like a snake would and try to bite you. And unless your armor class is less than a ten, misses horribly. So it sort of lunges out at you. You actually get the feeling that maybe the spine column, the vertebrae, is broken because it doesn't have the full range of movement that it should. And then after that attack fails, he tries to slip between your feet and slither off behind you, but he's moving much slower now. And it is now your turn. 21. That what? Wow. 2d12 plus 12. Well, that's only if you're activating your oath hammer. No, I'm just raging and using deadly strike. Oh, wow. So it would be 2 right? Because it... Normal is 1d12 plus 6, but I get plus 6 of damage from Rage, and with Deadly Strike, I get the extra 12. What's your strength? Uh, 18. How do you get plus 6? He has a plus 2 Warhammer. Oh. His his magic item is a hammer. Which I still haven't figured out my magical item. Yeah, we need to figure that out, too. Okay. So I'm I'm doing it right, right? Yep. Okay, so 12, 22 damage. 22 damage. All right, you hit it, and its, its middle just collapses completely to the ground and blood shoots out the front and shit sort of shoots out the back of this creature like a wiggle worm and it just sort of flattens out like like he had a leech and he squished it and blood came shooting out the one end. like pinching a worm in half to put it on a hook tube of toothpaste so it looks dead it looks dead dead i'm gonna hit it one more time you hit it one more time no no it doesn't change it doesn't get any deader Okay. Sarcastically, I'd like to just say, why don't you splash some salt water on that, too? No. Right, kind kind of a it. little late for no, that. Uh, there are no enemies that you can see. There's just a hole in the ground. And Congratulations, you managed to hide the entire fight. And yet What'd you, you do? More than you. You're really sneaky. <laughs> <laughs> you, don't know what, you don't know what I did. He's, I could so, all he's so good at sneaking, he can't even find the fight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fight's sneaking from me. Oh, I he gets lost every I time. I really 
hit like he got the ground by the hole so out of frustration. But there's nothing I can do. Right, it just starts collapsing like the sand starts filling in like an hourglass on top of the hole when you hit it and shock shock the ground. So as far as you can tell, that creature is gone. So there are no more. Right now, I'm really pissed off about this place. Okay. Because I have two evil things, an exploded body that needs to be buried, a bunch of dorks that don't come to church. Dorks? Dorks? Now we got well, penises. That's, that's dwarven for um, heretics. Okay, so we are effectively out of combat. Nick's carrying the Tredic is still. In I want to look after the Tredic to see what's up with him. Okay. Is he just like that? I want to use my. Abilities as a priest to evaluate what's wrong with him. I was going to say, is he kind of like he has a lobotomy? Like he's a functioning, living thing, I'm but so there's no... It, it, well, Do I think he's paralyzed? I may not have the correct terminology. So he's essentially in a coma state. Like he he just isn't responding. Like He's alive, he's breathing, but he's not responding to stimulus. Sleeping beauty. Someone's going to have to kiss me again. <laughs> So do I think, with the 13, do I think he's paralyzed, diseased, uh, poisoned? You can say I have no idea. Well, I'm trying to think. There's probably not an equivalent I can think of, but you do think that given time he will recover. It's just something that's going to take its time. So I, I imagine, I guess, like poison would be the closest. I put him over my shoulders. Okay. And I start heading towards the camp. Okay. I go limp. You, yeah. Well, you're already limp. I'm assuming I, 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 I'm assuming I know that he won't die because he's like bleeding wounds or something. Yeah, he doesn't fine. appear to have any wounds so anymore. I am calling him back because as far as I know, there's nothing we can do. And I'm going to say, Blaine, Blaine, get that thing with us. Get that snake with us. We have to bring it back to the camp. Oh, okay. I didn't understand what you're saying. Bring the slug back. Yes, the snake. Okay. And I'm going to call him. Got uh, it. I'll pick it up. Tredic, with me. Am I dragging on the ground because you're so short? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, I'll carry a Tredic. I'm like a half You're short, too. Yeah. I'll put him on my sl- on my shield like a sled, and then I'll just... No, know, I'm carrying him. It's too late now. <laughs> well, I was going to ease your workload. I'll carry the slug. I don't care. Like 5'10". So? <laughs> I want to try and help Tredic as much as I can. You can bring him back to my place. I keep walking. Oh. All right. So, you're bringing the dead slug? I am heading straight to my church, or what constitutes as my church, which is a tent. It's a tent. So, I'm going straight there, and I want to put him, like, on my mattress, cold cloth on his head. <laughs> uh, you know, a cup of water right next to him in case he wakes up, wet his lips. Chicken, chicken noodle soup. Read him a book. Take off well, his clothes. But I want to do it quickly. I want to do it quickly because I want to bury the body. Okay. So the, the person that you put in charge of picking up the pieces of Julius Baylor has done the best they could, but the tent is essentially ruined. Like, they're either going to have to just burn it completely. Is it the tent that I, I would, gave to him? Yes. I'm going to use the tent so to wrap his body around. Therefore, more of his remains were, like, all together. Okay. Burn the tent and with And I'm, I'm going to, like, do, like, rituals by the church and bury him. Okay. So Valius is busy burying pieces of Julius. What are the rest of you doing? Nick's character is now in a comfortable position in a tent, resting comfortably. we got to figure out a way. Well, we've got multiple problems here, a lot, uh, aside from just being here. Is there anybody here that could let us know if after we uh, examine this slug, if we could eat it? Probably he would be the best for that. Okay, so first I want, want to I examine can... it. But he's the one that's unconscious. 
I can take a look at that. Okay. <laughs> you can take it over to my laboratory. I'll take it. I'll drop the slug off at his place. Okay. And then I'll go check on the um, tent where the guy... When you go into the tent, Amanda is actually sitting on the bed, sort of just... His tent or yeah, the exploded tent? The, his tent, just sort of sitting there all prim proper, and she's like, oh! And then when she sees you, she kind of goes, oh, I, I thought Duran would be soon. Actually. So sorry to disappoint you. <laughs> I, I didn't mean it that way. I just, I've been we waiting. We creepy guys that hang out with dead people. I kind of take my, uh, I wipe, like, blood and slug slime and sweat and just... Like manliness. God, that was a rough fight. Wipe it off my face. Oh, is Dern okay? And I, I flex my arm when I wipe it off my face. Oh, he's 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 hurt. Just tell me, is he okay? Dern's fine. He barely did anything. (laughs) (laughs) Where is he? I was right behind you. I was right there with you. He's so slow. He couldn't keep up with me. He does have those stubby little legs. He should be here any second. He's so endearing. I lay the slug down in the tent in front of her. She, like, recoils visibly at it, like, what is that? I have no idea. Starts to come a little closer. Right as you enter the tent, she's, her sort of science hat's on now, and she's, like, starting to poke it and prod it, and she's like, oh, can I? Oh, good. When you stick your head in the tent, it's me going, oh, and she's on her, sitting right in front of me. No, no, I was going to say, I only see. From your perspective. I only see you, like, right here, but she's on the other side. Right, on her knees, yeah. Right. So this is the stuff I have to cut. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, so when when you walk in, at this point, she actually seems more interested in the pink slug than she does in you. Which Uh, pink slug? Yeah, so she's, like, examining (laughs) it, and she's just kind of, Lost in her own world. Hey, Good. Uh, yeah, I want to be, you know, kind of like you will get. You want to get nerdy together. Yeah. I want. Yeah. They bonded. Hey, uh, whatever happened with the um, ship investigating? A lot of things that need to be done. Priorities have shifted every day to something that happens every day. Uh, did you know about the issue well, that I have to? While I've got you of? both here, did we ever talk to Oliver? Did anybody question Oliver or, or talk to him at all? No, I haven't had a chance. I, I told Duran some of my supplies went missing, and I thought it might have been him. Right. But I haven't had any conclusive evidence. You're a rogue? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, no, I'm just a simple man. Yeah. Maybe I know someone he's who could... Uh, Technically, yeah, he's a bodyguard for Maven. Or no, you're the steward, actually. You're the yeah, steward. I'm a steward that displays rogue-like tendencies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to hide in the woods. Ninja shoes. I uh, may, I might know scared. somebody that could um, sneak into Oliver's tent or area or whatever, and uh, maybe see if he finds anything of yours. What what kinds of things went missing? Just a lot of general supplies, nothing specific, but it it certainly. Could you tell him anything specific to look for that you would know it was yours? Maybe there's a couple of powders that I use. That are like my specialty, so I might be able to tell a couple of things. I'll I'll try to figure out what would be more specific. Okay, all right. Well, I'll leave you two nerds to your business. That's right. I'll go to the other tent. Okay, so your your tent, the uh, messy tent. Uh-huh. I'll Valius is in before the you of le- taking it down. Before well, you leave, I'll though, I'll let I'll let you know what I find out. Okay. About this, and I'll meet up with you in the morning until unless something. Happens to happen. All right. What are you doing, Jack? I'd be going to Maven. Okay. To report back. Uh, but before I do so, well, I guess on the way, I want to s- 
Is he in his tent? Yes. I want to sneak inside his tent. Okay. Do you want me to roll for that? I don't, yes. Okay. He is there with Durvin and Morris. All right, so... You would know both of those. Morris is the page. He's a younger boy, and Durvin's his actual bodyguard. I got a 20. Okay. They do not appear to notice your entrance. Okay. I want to take my flask of the legendary special holy water, salt water, mm-hmm. and throw it in front of Avon just to scare him because I'm pissed off at this point. Okay. And I want, I, that's why I intentionally snuck in because I just wanted to startle him because I'm mad at him right now. All right, so... More so than usual. When, when, the, when it hits, they're all kind of startled. You see Maven sort of jump backwards. Uh, Durvin jumps in front of him, and then the page just sort of drops and covers his head and starts crying because he's had a terrible life the last four days, and he's just completely out of it. He looks over at you, just very angry, like, How dare you enter here unannounced? Your legendary holy salt water magic doesn't work on them. We had to slay them with our own blades, and this you, stuff is useless. You killed them? Yes, we dis- we slayed one. We should check the body. There is no body. It's a creature unlike I've ever seen. Well, well whatever. Is it? Is there a <clears throat> physical thing? There's some sort of remains you can investigate if you wish. But your holy salt water legendary dragon milk doesn't work anymore. It was an inexact science, so perhaps... <clears throat> We got something wrong, but if we have the body, then we, we might be able to find something that will work. Maybe so. Follow me. I'll show you the remains of this creature. Dragons. <laughs> All right. And so, I'll just take them away. So Maven, Devin, and... Um, I don't know if you noticed, but I'm trying Morris. to bump up the legendary status of this water. <laughs> Every time. Every time. Wildly different. It's like a fish story. <laughs> <laughs> big tent, big fish. So you lead, you lead the three of them out of the tent, and you, you start heading over to where... Blaine is, but when you get closer, you realize that that's not actually where the the creature is anymore. Because we did bring it back, correct? Yes. Yeah, okay. But Blaine dropped it off at Duran's tent. But we went to Blaine's tent right now. Yes. Right? Because that's where you would have thought it would yeah. have been. Blaine, where's the cre- where's the slain creature at? Uh, Duran's got it. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. Let's so, go there. Long story short, you make your way to Duran's tent. Um, easy. Yeah. So, a couple seconds. So... After Blaine leaves, Amanda is doing kind of the nerd thing. And there are a couple times that, like, she goes to, like, move your hand so that she can inspect something. And her hand just lingers on yours a little longer than maybe it should. She positions herself across from you so that as she's working, like, you have a view down the front of her shirt. And you definitely definitely get the sense You're going to edit this out, right? <laughs> no, this oh is just God. simple seduction. It's not like a. They're gonna get it on, on top of this joke. creature's corpse. As she's <laughs> as she's working, I just kind of want to. I kind of lose. will be seven minutes long. I, I, I kind of lose focus. I kind of lose focus on the task at hand. Okay. And I almost want it to be like that. I got caught staring down her shirt, kind of like, oh, oh, uh. Like, it was blatantly obvious, but I was, I come up with, I don't know, some just kind of, So, but. she sort of just sort of smiles you know, coyishly when yeah, you... And, and I don't want it to go any further than that. Just like, a, she knows, I know, but then we get back to... <laughs> but business comes first. But biz, back to business. Right. So, she's sort of blushing a little bit. And she actually, like, adjusts her shirt up a little bit so that she's not, you know, a little more modesty as you hear footprints approaching your tent. I... Bring attention to whoever's coming to my tent again. <laughs> so uh, you guys walk up on Duran's tent. You find 
Durin and a girl, I don't know, don't know if your characters met her yet or not, you would probably remember her from the ship, on the ground inspecting the, the slug creature just on the ground of, inside his tent. Oh, yeah. So, just walk up, showing Mavon and... Who's the other guy? Uh, it's Maven, Durvin, and Morris. Oh, there's two other people. Yeah, there's the page and then the bodyguard. They, all, they both came. Okay. And then I'll be like... The page is, is just like crying the whole time. What a little bitch. <laughs> I'll announce that too, by the way. Yeah. No. I'll just be like, see, Mavon, this is the creature that can take other forms. And we slayed it in the woods when I was trying to kill Tredic. I was trying to kill Tredic. Did Tredic survive? Barely. He... He's been breathing, but we haven't been able to get him conscious. I've been leaving that up to the doctors of the group. Gone less than an hour, and people don't even remember who I am. It's possible that he may be infected with some sort of disease. It might be best if he doesn't wake. Some sort of lack of soul. (laughs) Well, we need to determine uh, what kind of things these slug-like creatures can do. So I feel that it's best to get them back to full health to see if they can affect us like this before we go slaying our own. Uh, perhaps uh, nature will take its course one way or the other then. We shall see. Yes. Well, I'm glad that you're okay. I'm sorry that my super holy water did not do its job. But clearly there are still creatures that can assume our forms. Yes. So we need to be very vigilant. So perhaps, he looks around and includes you guys, perhaps we should sum up with some sort of code phrase that we will know. We have one already. It's bananas. Bananas. Valius? No, he is Durin. That's right. Okay. Uh, Talking to Mavon still, I believe uh, me and Durin can take some samples of this creature and run further tests maybe to find a weakness to it in hopes that we can test the other villagers with the same weakness to expose them. Excellent. That would be highest priority. Please work on that. Okay. Well, you're under the care of Valius, and Durin's kind of a mad scientist, so I feel he'd be the best to come up with a destructive agent. So, is there anything else in particular you guys... Um, uh, I was going to... Can I make a roll as in just how much I can learn learn about the... That's what I was saying. Can I I make a roll as into finding out how much I learned about this creature? So, after a couple hours of study, it does have... A very lampreyish sort of body structure. It's very also well. I'm speaking out mass because I don't actually know this stuff. But I'm going to make some assumptions that it it um, it is very sort of snake-like. It's it has a vertebrae down its back. Okay. But the rest of the body is very jelly-like and malleable and squishy. Uh, very sim- simplistic digestive system from which it's just a straight shot through. Mm-hmm. Clearly, it has some ability to morph and change, but none of that is visible at that time. Like. Just doing like an autopsy on this creature, you don't see anything that would allow it to speak. You don't see anything that would have an advanced brain that would allow it to, to talk and articulate and think. So you, you still don't, obviously there's some sort of extra something going on when it's doing this. Well, what I'm going to kind of assume is that it's a primal creature, as in that it just runs more off of a sympathetic nervous system where it's just trying to survive, and so it finds a host and then it uses its hosts like parasympathetic nervous system where it's all its conscious thought and speaking abilities and all that comes from that being and then so what my hypothesis will be is that 
these creatures may their bones won't be as strong or anything like it'll just be it's that it it can be kind of firm but it's not like bony rigid structure still like it's kind of do you do you I, get, I disagree do you get what I'm kind of said well I was just <laughs> saying do you kind of get like what I'm saying though yeah. with like the so like if we have a suspect of someone we can test their ability to support so much weight or something like that okay. before it would just so, I don't know. That it's just you would imagine that that this creature cannot make a perfect copy of whatever it is copying. So there probably would be some structural differences, whether it's load bearing or just the malleability of the skin. Everyone here needs to get a brand on their face. I don't know. Or I was just thinking Scarlet something like scars or uh, tattoos or something like that. Something that's not genetic, but copy but i don't know if that's what you want okay. though too but that's just an idea that okay so unless you guys want to do anything else that's specific this night will pass you're able to get as much of julius baylor as you can i want to start digging in the temple okay in the I temple want, i want to dig a 30 foot hole that's about the size of the coffin that he has okay in the temple okay so you're digging I, before he's doing that, I got to the tent while he was kind of getting stuff. I got to the tent while he was getting stuff. Okay, yes. To get, like, yeah. finishing getting it So you would be there when he finishes burying the body? And... Before you wrapped all of this up, did you um, look for any clues or anything or look for any reason how, how this happened? Uh, I did not know how this happened. It looked like he exploded. I don't have no idea what can cause that. Is there, the condition that everything is in now, is there any way for me to examine anything? Well, he's already cleaned most of it up. The tent's like torn down. Yeah, I took the tent, I took the tent down and wrapped his body in it. Yeah. So, the tent is being buried with the body. So, what's left on the ground with the tent removed? Just, I mean, there's sand there, it would have absorbed a lot of the blood, so it's just bloody, clumpy sand. There's probably some small strips of blood that didn't quite get and maybe like a tooth. flesh <laughs> a tooth yeah that maybe didn't get picked up but as best you can tell you what you saw matches his theory that it exploded inside out i also will tell you i saw no um marks in the tent like a sword or some kind of weapon was used because there's no marks on the walls like there's like uh I won't say splatter patterns, but that's basically what I'll explain. And on the walls and stuff, you don't see the blood you see in a fight. Okay. I don't want to stop you from what you're doing, and I don't, and I don't want to stop you from uh, your burial, but will you just give me a short window of time to look over this tent that you've wrapped up? I'll, I'll let you. I'll, I'll, watch, I'll watch whatever you're doing, because I'm right there, but... It may, I may need longer than that. I want to send for, I want to grab like a nearby guard, send for Amanda and have her come to where I'm at. Okay. And then you're, uh, and then, and both of them, Amanda and, and Duran. Amanda and Duran have Just come. Just we haven't played this game in like a month. I think that's part of the reason why we're having such a hard time with the names because it kept, kept getting canceled. So that's part of the reason why we don't know what the hell's going on. Have them get here in a hurry. So right after... Maven Morris. Is he okay? No. What's he's, going on with you? He's still unconscious. He is in the temple. Yeah, so you you can see him on a table laying there in a coma. Okay. Oh, no, he's laying on my bed. But he's he's on. stable. As far as you know, he's stable. Okay. So I just sent, sent for that. Okay. So not long after Maven 
Morris, Jack, and Devin leave, you hear footsteps running towards your tent yet again, Duren. Just I'm a sorry. minute! <laughs> <laughs> God! One minute! <laughs> I get up. They're so close. <laughs> All right, so you approach the door. Is it open? There's a guard outside. That should be a repeating joke. <laughs> Who basically says... Constantly getting uh, close. Blocked. Just getting cock blocked. Bla Blaine has uh, requested your presence at the temple. I'll be there in 15, 20 minutes. Okay. 30 seconds tops. Blaine said now. <laughs> you will tell Blaine I'll be there in 15 or 20 minutes. He told me not to leave until you... As, Where the hell are they? <laughs> as fast as you can. It, so it seems quite urgent. <sighs> I put my armor and all my stuff on. That takes and half of an hour anyways. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just tell Amanda that. So that actually would be kind of a funny scene is like if a guy and a girl are getting ready to get it on, like they, like the normal clothes taken off scene, but you're in armor. Well, I took so it all takes like a really long time. Now I got to put it all back on. <laughs> take, take it all oh, off. Oh, baby, strip that. Oh, my God, there's 80 freaking How many buckles are on this thing? <laughs> so about 10 minutes later, a very flustered uh, Duren comes stalking towards the tent. With Amanda? With Amanda in tow. Okay, I need both of you, Amanda and Duran. This is a crime scene. Something has happened here. I need you to use your chemistry and your alchemy skills and see if anything was caused by an actual explosion, and I need you to check for any, see if any magical power was used here. I'm on it. And then, yeah. All right, so she'll start using some powders. Like, she'll take a little handful and blow against parts of the tent and see like what it sticks to, what it congeals with. You can do some rituals and you know arc arcana checks. It's very evident that there was nothing magical. Four-wheel drive van loaded from the rear. What is that? Ace Ventura when he's outside of the dolphins. <laughs> uh, oh. <laughs> he takes some of the grass and goes <laughs> four-wheel drive van loaded from the rear. <laughs> you can tell pretty quickly that there was nothing magical used here. And she says there's no sign of any nitro powder or any sort of combustible material. There was one spot near the back bottom of the tent where there appeared to be some sort of substance, like a goo, just a very small amount near the bottom of the tent. It's the only thing that she found. And and what do you, Amanda? What do you think it would be? What could I'd it like be? to take that and compare it to the slime and sludgeon off of our. Slug creature back. Best you can tell, it's match. Okay. You didn't taste any of it. Yeah. So it looks as though one of our imposters of our explosions, or is one of these creatures imposing another? Do you think the slug explode? No. The the slug took the form of a person who made the explosion. The slug took the form of a person, and then the person exploded, but the slug is gone. Yeah, because they have the do ability you think to if move he, in and out do of Do you think it. eventually the same thing would have happened to him? I don't know. Like, do you think that's what happens to somebody after the slug? No, because we still have, for because all we, I know. Because we, if, because we got the slugs before it happened, maybe? Like, how does this, how, can you explain? It just doesn't, it still doesn't make any sense to me. I, it, I understand that the, that another slug creature was here. And, but how would that thing, let's say that it took over... So, do Julius. we know where Oliver is? At the moment, no. Is Oliver suspect to have been gone? Uh, you don't know. Well, I, what I'm thinking is is that one of our slug creatures <coughs> took, 
took the form of Oliver or a being who knows how to make an explosive device and set it off. It doesn't look like it. Like Amanda at least is saying that she doesn't detect anything that would look like a combustible. Oh, yeah. like no burns to the yeah. outside. There's none of, the of that. Yeah. Nope. So while you guys are investigating this, there's yet another scream from outside the tents. You hear a, oh, oh my God, what, what is that? That's what she said. <laughs> yeah, it's a pink slime monster. Oh, great. It's a giant pants snake. <laughs> giant <What>? fleshlight. <laughs> so do we make our way to the noise? That's Don't what make... I want to do. Let's, let's go. <laughs> let's, do, let's do this again. Right, so you guys exit the tent, and you see sort of stumbling toward the tent is this half-human, half-slug hybrid. And it looks a lot like Tredic, but it's not exactly a copy. And as it's walking, it's sort of falling and stumbling, and its, its features are shifting. And at one moment, the left side of the body is Tredic, and the right side is a pink flesh. And I, it switches over, and it, it's like it's mid-transformation, and it can't control it. It's just sort of I run straight It's like it the swing. Terminator. When right. they knock in the T-1000 into the molten steel, and it's like, it turned into that person that it turned into, and then it turned into that person. It's it very similar to that. It's, it's clearly caught in some sort of throes, and you can get the fact that because it wasn't able to complete the original transformation, but it got so far that it can't revert to its normal form either, and it's sort of stuck in this state. Uh, so it, it doesn't resist. I mean, it's... It's sort of in a helpless condition, so if you just want to walk up and tee off like a tee ball, you can just whack it in the head. Yeah, but I don't want to kill it. That's going to be difficult to do. Mm. <laughs> I want to cast then, all right, command. It's better just to hit it. Can I cast? Do we need to roll initiative? Uh, yeah, if you guys want to. I am not there or I am. Yeah, you could have ran outside. I'm assuming you all are close enough that you're running outside and seeing this monstrosity. I outside. No, you are still in a couple. 16. 10. So you basically you're just competing with each other. So I got 16, 10, 24, 24, nine. nine. So Jack, Duran, Blaine, Valley. Jack, Blaine, Duran. Jack, Blaine, Duran, Valley. Okay, that way. So Jack, so you were also in the. Well, actually, you were in the tent with Duran and Amanda originally. We're exam. Yeah, because we we're exam. I was with. Uh, so just to, ma- to make this make sense, because I forgot about that, is you would have taken a section of the creature, like they would have dissected like two feet of it, uh-huh. so that you could have taken it. With Durin. With Durin, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's what you would have been in that tent. So you would have been in Maven's tent messing around with it when you heard the scream, so you would have stepped out and saw the creature. Okay. Is it within melee striking range? Yes. All right. I want to get behind it. Not necessarily a sneak attack, <laughs> but just like put my dagger in its, it's back se- it's a and just be like, it's okay. Just let go. Don't worry about it. It's going to be okay. Yeah, because that's what they do to you. But you don't know that. I don't care. I do outside of character, and I think it'd be awesome. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right, so I rolled a 23 to hit. Okay, you easily sink your dagger into this gobulous, gelatinal creature. And I do five points of damage. All right, it slides in like going into like a big thing of jello. Doesn't even even notice it and just keeps staggering and falling forward. Okay. Blaine. So as you go out and see this creature staggering forward, you see a figure kind of sneak around behind it and do something. 16. That hits. And I'm raging. No, I won't rage. Because if I can hit it and it just, like, is half, almost alive, I got a 10 and a 10. So I'll just take one of them. So 16 damage. All right. So the creature, you hit it, and there's an odd sort of, like, hollow bone 
sound of a snap, and it falls over, and it's still trying to drag itself forward, like its right arm is completely just useless now, and it's just reaching out with a left-hand claw and dragging itself forward a couple inches, and it's just trying to do this over and over. So it's making more like a sand angel than actually moving any bit forward. Cut its arms off. It's not my turn yet. <laughs> it would be I thought you held action. No, he actually no, stabbed it. So I, I stabbed it in the back, but I didn't backstab. Did you not do anything? I did four points of damage. Jesus. I wasn't backstabbing. Sharpen your dagger. I would have had to hide first. <laughs> I don't want this creature to die because we have to transfer its life force back to... Or maybe credit. when we kill it, its life force will be transferred back. We I'm just don't know. That's a leap! <laughs> I'm trying to keep it alive just so we can... On what are you basing that hypothesis? <laughs> It needs to reverse fix, suck me. <laughs> I'll just cast command okay. and tell it to, like, pronate. Just <laughs> give up. Pronate? Yeah, I'm going to command it to go inside that tent and give it back whatever it took for me. Alright. Because um, so it can only be one word, so I was trying to think of a word that would make it... I can't say turtle up. <laughs> so... Pronate, I am confused. Yeah. <laughs> curse, like, how can it can be commanded to do something it doesn't know what it means? I don't know. All right. Get a dictionary. <laughs> it's like... Oh. Yeah. The creature but does I, not I just want it to, to respond. stop. It, I just want it to stop. It's, anyway. At this point, it's basically just wiggling on the ground, and it continues to do that. I want to find a way, then, to try and Let's just contain grab. it. Let's just grab it. Right. I don't want to touch up. it while well, it's still alive. What are the rules for making things pass up, pass out instead of die? Because in regular D and D, I think the way it works is you just stun. you attack and you just choose for the last attack. I choose to stun. I think that's a crappy that's rule. That's what I wanted to do. Yeah, you didn't do enough damage though. You think it's a crappy rule? Yeah, I don't think you should be able to just hit someone with a hammer and decide that you don't want 20. it to die. I kind of feel like there should be an accidental twenty percentage. I All right, think that maybe. will hit. 13. Yeah, I think all it is, I'll just say you no, can choose to do half damage. Like, you can just choose to do less damage, but you still could kill it if you do enough 11. damage. So you did 11 points of damage, mm-hmm. and then half it? Or 11 was the half? So, five. Five points of damage. Okay, so the creature stops moving. I look, uh, Durand. Yes. It's alive. Fantastic. We need to, and I want to talk to you about, do you have any ideas on spirits? Being that you're a priest, how we can get a soul from this being to another. Smash it again. Nine. Once you start talking about spirits, I will hit it again to kill it, not to make it pass out. Okay. Because I don't want him to make evil spirits out of it. Because I can mess around with trying to get this to happen. Do you want me to roll damage? He goes seven. So Valius just apparently gets angry and decides to. Are you using a hammer or weren't you using a rapier at one point? Well, I have a warhammer. But I'm using my warhammer. Alright, and he's. Clams it on the head again. It it goes splat, and it the disgusting body just sort of wiggles and jiggles like dried out jello, and then sort of uh, flattens back out. And then you hear from inside the tent a <gasps> gasping sound. It's like an exploded hot pocket. As Tredic sets up right very quickly, and then probably would throw up all over yourself. You can give us feedback and comments at our website dndacademy.com. You can check out previous podcasts at our website and subscribe to future ones on iTunes. If you have a suggestion for a topic, we'd love to hear it. 
Email your ideas to podcast at dndacademy.com, and you can connect with us on Twitter at dnd underscore academy. As always, thanks for listening, and remember, if you're having fun, you're doing it right.